0: Okay, good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerton Community College of Summerton, Philadelphia. Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Vayero, wrapping up and ranting at our Evan Shlema week over here with our Evan Shlema, sheer We are in Parak once again. Simon Zayin. We're up to Siman Zion, continuing the the, the the discussions of Geula, Mashiach Ben Yosef, Mashiach Ben David. very interesting ideas. You know, you don't find this stuff um, in 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 a whole lot of places. But here we have this whole parak of the compilation of the Geins, um Torah and Ge'ula, and we saw in Vav, Zion continues directly from where Vav left off, in Vav we saw how the, the, the refinement process of Klai's or purification, making us ready for Ge'ula, making us ready for Mashiach Zion, is going to come on three levels and three stages from three different entities. Mashiach Ben-Yosef provides refinement, Mashiach Ben-David, and, 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 and Golus itself provides refinement, that was refining us from the influence of Ishmael within and with that, the influence of Asav within and with that, and the influence of the Erev Rav, The mixed multitude which is clings steadfastly to Kla throughout every single door. It wasn't just a phenomenon that happened in the time, there's an Erev Rav in every generation. And let's continue, the design. we're still talking about the Erev Rav. We said the Erev Rav are the most insidious and the most difficult to deal with, and that's why we need, the, sometimes we need the crushing force of Gaulus to break the Erev Rav away from us as the guy likened it to breaking the brain away from the kernel. Yes, Lior. Didn't we say Moshe is also coming? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to put together. So, yeah, yeah. But Moshe is not going to be. Moshe, the way the guide put it, it seems that Moshe is involved in keyboards Goliath and gathering the Goliath together. But that, that has to come in tandem with, or maybe after, we have the refinement. Okay, says the guy, Zain miss and being that you know through our long, dark and bitter history of of galus, almost two thousand years, we're getting weaker and weaker. Schwacher <coughs> as we get further and further away from the Beis Hamikdash, as we get further away from our golden era of of uh, the yeshivas in Bavel, the era of the Mishnah Erev Rav Misgavrim, as Klai Yisrael gets weaker, the Erev Rav elements, the Erev Rav elements which is always present Klai Yisrael gain strength. They gain strength as we get weaker. We get shvacher. The Erev Rav which is present within Klai Yisrael gets stronger. Lefikoch, so hutzruchu chachmi adoris Dor, ligzor gzeiros usiyogim chadashim, ligdar hapiertsa sheparzu ha ha Erev Rav. a kind of fascinating idea. in direct correlation to how we get more and more shvach with every generation as we get more entrenched more enmeshed in this galus, we get further and further away from Harsinai, further away from, from the Beis HaMikdash, further away from Rebekahiva, Bishmal, Abayin, Rava Chazal correspondingly have to make more takonus they have to make more gezeris they have to make more institutions the chachamim in every generation who are the e'nei ha'eda they're in the control tower the eyes of the congregation they're, they are there who their job, their task is to keep Klai Israel on the straight and narrow to guide us through Golos part of that job is to be actively monitoring the state of Klai Yisrael and when necessary, be making new gzairas, making new gedorim, making new safeguards, and takonis, we call takonis and gzairas. Why? Why do they need to do that? Uh, aren't there already enough halakhs? Is there enough yisurim, there's enough things that you can't do. No? So many things already that you can't do. More things that you can't do? Says the gaing, That is, to constantly be patching up, patching up the holes, fixing up the breaches, and, and, and repairing the damage that the Erev is doing to Klai The Erev which is with us within every single door, the Erev which is stuck to Klai and is gaining strength, their strength gains, as, as, as the, the loyal and faithful of Clycerol become more weakened, more um, enervated, they become more empowered, therefore, in every generation, as the Erev Makes more inroads, makes creates more damage, and, and, and knocks holes in the stability of Klal Yisrael. Chazal's job is to repair that with making more Gezeris, more gedar, more takanos, more more institutions. And the point of all these Gezeris that we find in every generation and every era again is to to keep Klal Yisrael stable, to keep us strong, and to keep us safe from the potential damage that the Eirav is trying to do. Very interesting idea. One second. Um, yeah, he references to a, a Gamarin Ervin that, that backs us up. Yeah, Ein Ervin das Rav Good. Yes, yes, how do I identify the Erv That's something that we're heading there, we're heading there. And uh, who remembers the great commie scare of the 50s? Who remembers that? Senator McCarthy? Remember that? So, the commies, everyone's a commie, the commies walk amongst us, so... Now, to see the air of Rav also have to be identified and have the great air of rap scare, but we're, Good, we can take this slowly because the guy is building up above design to Ches. We'll see more next week also um, so Let's just pause for a moment try to understand and, and, and um, Process what the guy is sharing with us See he is answering like an unspoken question the unspoken question is the one that we just spoke at the like is already so complex already so vast already so Big. There are so many halachas. there, so much to learn, so much to be aware of, so much to keep. And and, and Chazal seem to have this, you know, merciless uh, approach and attitude of, yeah, let's make it even more complicated. Let's give you even more halachas. You know, the rishis weren't enough. Let's give you the rabbanans. The rabbanans weren't enough. Let's give you, let's give you minhagen. That wasn't enough. Let's let's put things in chayim. Let's start putting things in chayim. Let's start, you know, making. This type of shetel asr, and this type of garment, and this type of practice, and this type of concert was gonna this onslaught an onslaught of just making banning things left and right So you have, the questions, like, you know, come on. There's so many things to do already Shulchan is already so big Halacha is already so vast. Why do we need more Isra? The guy is, is answering that the, the the reason behind this 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 um, Trend not this trend, but the reason behind this movement and this um, seems to be part and parcel of of, of running and governing Klai of 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 this increasing halachas and increasing Takhanas, is there to deal with <clears throat> a presence that's always part of Klai that is that is an insidious presence and a presence that gains more strength from generation to generation. That's the presence of the Arev Rav. The Chazal have to always keep us. Protected from the Erev Rav. And the way to protect us from the Erev Rav is by making institutions, new Gzairus, new Taconus in every generation. Um, now, so the questions are, A. What is this increasing danger of the Erev Rav that we face in every generation? What, what, why does it? What is this danger? B. Why does it increase? And C. How do Tachonus, how do new Gzairus, new rules, keep us protected, keep us safe from the Erev Rav? Let's try to address these questions quickly. Make it a wrap before Shabbos. Um, so first of all... Why the Erev Rav a threat to us in every generation? That's the first question. So this really is addressed by just continuing what we were talking about the last couple days in Simon Vav, of the, the difference in the presence of the Erev Rav and Kleis, so or the mixed multitude in every generation, versus the influences of Yishmal and Asov. And the primary difference is that the Erev Rav, who are stuck so firmly and so stubbornly to the core of are much more than the influence of Esau and the influence of of Ishmael, are those who are trying to bring Judaism down from within. From within. That's what the Erev Rav represents. They're bringing it down from within. That's ultimately the Erev Rav, and that's why they're they're, they're stuck on the, the most difficult in the most difficult, not, well, not parasite, we'll see, I, don't know, I won't use the word parasite, but subversive. Th- they are the plaque to the collective teeth of Cly. So, you know, there's stuff that comes off with when you brush your teeth. There's stuff that you need floss to get rid of. And then there's things that don't come off your teeth unless, what? You go to the dentist, you to the dentist and you submit yourself to the chamber of horrors, the torture chamber over there there's dentists all the the, the the instruments and implements um that, that right all that stuff all that stuff that's the stuff that gets so stuck on your teeth that you, you can't get it off the brushing and flossing is not going to help that's the air rav. they're stuck like plaque to the teeth and that's what we saw the going involved that's why you need the crushing effect of gullas to release them good but but who are the air rav and why are they stuck to us much more than the yin that are champing the values of ace of the Iruv are the people that are bring klisro down from within. That means, for all practical purposes, they look like Yidin. and they are one second, and they are part of society. They are part of our shuls. They are part of our base medrash. They're a part of our yeshivas. They're a part of our of our social scene on a daily basis, and yet they're bringing klisro down through their values, how they conduct themselves, how they act, and let's explore that. Let's just building off of. Above. The people that are under the influence of Esau and Yishmael, though they're very easy to detect. That's where you know the enemy. The enemy is very clear over there. And that's again Mashiach ben Yosef is to purge Klai Israel of the influence of Yishmael, the Yishmael world from outside and from the inside. Mashiach ben David is to cleanse Klai Yisrael from the influence of the of world from within and without and from within. Those who are under the influence of the of world, the world of Esau and Yishmael, they're very easy to detect. These are the people that are that are that are that are um, trying to constantly, you know, in Eretz Yisrael, these organizations that are constantly looking for the quote-unquote um, victimized Palestinians and Arabs to defend, to take to court. There's organizations like this that they will try to, then they and they succeed sometimes taking land away from Yidin and giving it to Arabs, taking homes away from Yidin and giving it to Arabs. Yidin, Yidin are doing this. Okay, so that they are. Um, and assimilated Yiddins who, unfortunately, are are much more Western than than um, I guess Middle Eastern, right? They're, they're much more. Um, they're, they're, they just live the life of a, an assimilated, hedonized Jew. They become they become, um, they become uh, mesmerized by the world of asaph Again, th- that's so easy to detect. You know who those people are right? Yeah. People that are, that are, just have nothing, there's, there's no, there's not a drap, not, not, not a single drop of chrein, gefilte fish, knedlach in their blood anymore, unfortunately, right? Um, those who champion the causes of Esav and Yishmol, it's very easy to detect, and they're much more easier, therefore, to remove from Kala Yisrael. The Erev Rav are the ones who walk amongst us. As we said, they walk amongst us. <laughs> and they daven in the same shows we daven in. They go to the same houses of worship and study, ostensibly. They, <clears throat> for all exterior purposes, they have the trappings of of your Orthodox religious Jew. But the behavior is not that of that, that of, 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 the, of the loyal, faithful, Eden who are there, as we said, to be the, uh, on the, 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 um, the victory parade. of When Mashiach comes of Gula to be a clee, just to project Hashem's radiance, godliness of this world, that's where they are very off. And, where they are off, is much more difficult to deal with, because being that where they're off from the true values and and covet shamayim, really glorifying the glory of heaven, um, is coming from a person who is otherwise part of us, part of the fold, it's something that has much more of a danger of bringing down the fold with, from within, having an influence on others. Bring others down because, oh, I guess you can be a religious orthodox Jew and you can you can you can you can deal with this with people this way. you can act this way, you can function this way. I guess that's okay. That's okay. And that is called bring down cholysterol from within. The subversive element from within chlysterol, so from the inside. Bring down cholysterol from um, from the inside. Um, the moment, Someone, again, we're going to have examples coming up in, in, in Ches, unfortunately, examples that are all too close to home. But the moment that a big scandal erupts and there's a, um, you know, someone who was a, one of the most religious Orthodox Jews in the community who was, was caught, you know, egregious tax evasion, egregious business uh, fraud, Right? Unfortunately, Rahmal Islam, these things aren't unheard of. So at the moment that happens, that that has a very damaging effect to the, the religious Orthodox um, society. Like well, I guess I guess it's not a stira. I guess this person, you know, who is so such a respected member of the community in the Shoal and the Schools and on the board and in the gabai. and Yeah, but so I guess Vice versa. that's you know, you can be a religious Jew and still and still just have no regards for or Dina de Mahusa, right? The, the um, chicken man of Muncie, right? This is, I don't know if not all of you may have been born when that story happened. When that happened 10 years ago? Happened when we were still living in Yisrael, the chicken man of Muncie. The chicken man of Muncie was selling tray for chickens to Yidden and Muncie ah, for years, for years. Yeah for years selling tray for chickens he had a, he had a you know whatever they uh you know butchery and he he was a very well-respected member of his community he was a koiray he gave a shir. he was a gabai and and for years he was he was from a yid from a yid wearing tefillin and came to daf wearing wearing and made a hasen's married his kids off and it turned out they they busted him someone sus- suspected something one day like you know his chickens weren't very salty that's how the whole thing unraveled and uh, Oh, no, it's a new cashering method New cashering method. Okay, but people started to connect the dots and they busted him. He was getting shipments of tray for chickens and selling like like uh, 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 I don't know what percentage of months he was buying from it, but a lot of people buying from this guy. They were, he was feeding them trefers for years. So, something like that happens. Like, wow. So, the, the mind has a hard time putting that together. The mind has a very hard time. The, the mind and heart of a Yid has a very hard time putting that together. But, but damage has been done. Damage has been done because we know that this is someone that was otherwise, for all practical purposes, had the trappings of someone very from. And yet, look what he was doing. Look what he was doing. That is damaging, that is damaging, that's damaging to our practice and our passion as from Orthodoxy, and when you see that, uh, I guess you could still be from, you could still be Orthodox, you could be just from me, but but look what that guy did, and maybe, you know, where, where I'm having issues, maybe, you know, I, I should give myself a little bit more leeway, you know, he had his issues, I have my issues. No. This is called bringing down Judaism from within. This is the a This is the a and it's not just you don't have to just be the Muncie Chicken guy to be part of the Erev You don't just have to be the guy who's caught on, on you know, on on um, extreme egregious business fraud to be part of the Erev We'll see, we'll see you know more examples. But the the common denominator of what it means, what it takes to be part of the Erev is someone who is part of us, part of the fold, part of the flock, yet bring down the fold and the flock from within based on. His hanhogis, his how he conducts himself and his habits, his practices. He's making Yiddishkeit... He's, the Erev Rav are weakening Yiddishkeit. We're getting weaker and weaker and weaker every generation. They're getting stronger. The Erev Rav gains strength. Why? Because their strength comes from that itself, from the distancing. Their strength is drawn from the fact that we're getting further from the Truth, further from the Ems, further from the Light of Harsenite. That gives them their strength, as we said, the Evrav are those people that are, are looking to cut corners, the people that are looking to get away with the minimum, are looking to take it easy. And it gets easier and easier to take it easy. The further we get away from Pumpadisa, from Surah, from from Tveria, from Harsina. it gets easier to take it easy. That's the, the Shurish, the rat and core of the Avrav are those who are looking just to slide their way through Yiddishkeit, cut corners, and cut more and more corners, and suddenly you're not just cutting the corners, suddenly you're cutting out pieces of the safer Tire itself, good. So as they gain strength, there is room for us, as we get weakened, for us to be more and more influenced by them, So okay, so, you know, that's what that guy did. So I can, I can also cut, cut myself some slack too. I can also take it easy, if that's what, this from person, he wasn't more from than I am, and look what he did So okay, I'm not gonna do that, I'm not gonna sell trade for chickens, but I can take it easy over here and over here and over here. How do we deal with that? Chazal's tried and true method of dealing with that is to keep Yiddishkeit serious. Keep Yiddishkeit real. Keep it something that makes it very, very real at all times under all circumstances, and that is this practice of, of gzairas, of edicts, of 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 institutions passing New halachas in every generation is the solution to dealing with all the inroads, all the all the the the, the damage that's being created by the erev Rav, The holes in the hole that are being punched, the fences that are being knocked down, that all represents what the erev Rav trying to bring yiddishkeit down from within. Erev Rav trying to take away from the seriousness of yiddishkeit. Chazal say, no, no, no. This is a serious system. It's so serious that. In every generation, we, we, we maintain how serious it is. We maintain how seriously you have to take Yiddishkeit. It's, it's, it evolves to, to uh, be always relevant, always current. Not evolves, but that's the wrong word. But Yiddishkeit is, is always relevant, is always current. And the Enei A'eda, the Das Torah of the Chacham in every generation are able to tell us this is not good for you, and this is not good for you, this is antithetical to Yiddishkeit, this is antithetical to Yiddishkeit, this is an opposition to Yiddishkeit, and they're doing that, again, to keep Yiddishkeit very serious. It's a serious business, and those Erev Rav, their whole, um, their whole Mahal HaKhaim, their whole um, modus operandi, is to make Yiddishkeit less serious and not serious. The job of the Chacham is to patch it up by making Yiddishkeit always serious, always relevant, and always something that that uh, I have to stop and and um, be real with. So that's why you know it's popular sometimes to knock the daster of every generation, including ours, and say, "Oh, these rabbis are so extreme, they're so uh, detached. They don't get it. They don't understand." Like, there's like 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 to ban things, make things usser, make things off limits. It's, when, 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 you know, a cult goes out, when an announcement is made that the Rabbana decided that you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do the other, everyone has to have their, as we say always, their um, local trustworthy das Toiro who guides them, what's appropriate for them. That's true, so you go to your, 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 your go-to person. But, it's the wrong attitude to say, to just be dismissive to be very dismissive of new um, proclamations that come out, bans, cheirems, to be very dismissive of all oh, these rabbis again, just everything is us or everything is off limits, that's definitely the wrong attitude, because that's the attitude of the Erev Rav, of trying to in- insist and persist in making things not serious. The first step is, well, the Chachavim said something, the Rabbonim said something, it's a serious matter. Now, is that going to be relevant for me? Let me speak to my personal das Torah see if, if that's what I'm supposed to be doing. But the first step has to be, I, I see that they are fixing up holes in, in the fence, they're patching up the damage that the Erev is doing, and yes, Yiddish Kaya does have to stay serious, it has to be serious, because the whole push, the whole objective of the Erev in every generation is to make it less serious. Okay, so that is what's going on in Zion. There's a lot of ideas to digest over here, we'll let this percolate. We'll bring this all into the Mikvah, Rabbi Yisai. And we should all have a uh, wonderful Shabbos, a lichtige Shabbos, a We share only good news. Shem should continue to accept all of our teelings, give so much to our soldiers on the front lines and us over here in the rear lines over here in our turn, our teelings. We should see all the Shvuyeh um, Cheruv returned home speedily and swiftly, Hatzlacha, in, in all matters. Shabbos.